The following program is pre-recorded to air at this time. Welcome to Lotus Radio's weekly public service show, In-Depth. To have your nonprofit featured, email PSA at lotusradio.com. Welcome to In-Depth. I am Connie Ray, and today we're going to sit down for a conversation with the Children's Cabinet. They have a fundraiser coming up on August 19th at Ranchera. We'll talk more about that. But right now, I'd like to introduce you to Kim Young. She is the CEO for the Children's Cabinet, and Gilly Quinn is the event coordinator for Art of Childhood. And we're going to start with you this morning, Kim. For those people who may not be aware of the work that the Children's Cabinet does here in Northern Nevada, explain to us what you do. The cabinet has been around for a long time in this community. We started in 1985 and our mission is to keep children safe and families together. Big mission um, and we serve about 10,000 families a year through a variety of programs and services and resources and referrals. So we start with the youngest by providing child care resource and referral and child care subsidy assistance and then we continue on and we offer free parenting classes. We offer free family counseling. We have an on-site high school and we do wraparound case management really for any family that has any need. We want to be there to be the ones that help navigate where they're at and how we can play a role in their success. Well, obviously, to continue the work that you do, you need funds. And this is what's so exciting about the Art of Childhood. Again, you can find out more information. You can visit artofchildhood.org for more information. Gilly, you are the event coordinator for Art of Childhood. So let's start with this. What is Art of Childhood? So Art of Childhood is our annual event. This is our 24th event this year. So we're very excited to be back at Ranchera. And it's just a time where all of our our community members, donors, and supporters can come together and celebrate the great work that the Children's Cabinet does. So in the event, uh, I, I, what I love about this is community events right now, I think everyone wants to get back. And obviously, you know, during the pandemic, many of our nonprofits were impacted greatly by the fact that they couldn't be out. They couldn't be doing the work that needed to be done. The difference with Children's Cabinet is that you were still out there providing for families, helping them out at a very difficult time. So I'm going to assume that this is kind of like a recoup time as well for you. It wasn't like work stopped for you. Families and children were still in need. So this is a real opportunity for our community to come out, not only learn more about what the Children's Cabinet does, but really be part of a special night. As you mentioned, you've been doing this for a very long time. But I think it's important for people to understand that even during challenging times, many of those nonprofits were relied on even more. And I think the Children's Cabinet was one of those organizations. And Kim, you can talk a little bit more about that. You didn't stop working. We sure didn't. We were famous for our pivot during that time, just trying to meet the needs. And we changed the way we had to, we had to change the way we were doing things. So we saw a huge need for our food pantry. So that's one example of something that was kind of an ancillary service to what we provided to families. It became really robust during the pandemic because we had to help families be able to provide for their children. And so at that point in time, we started food delivery and increased our ability to get food into the the hands of families. We changed our tele, our family counseling program, completely went virtual, so we were doing telehealth so that we could stay connected. And um, even our parenting classes, we were able to change to a virtual platform 
So I think it's interesting because I think all of us, you know, we pivoted, right? Yeah. We, we found ways to make things work. But it's interesting, too, because I think through those pivots, you also realized, wow, this is another way for us to connect. For sure. And I'm noticing this with many nonprofits is it's not like that stopped. You're still going to be doing telehealth. As yeah. a matter of fact, it's it's such a huge value now. We really walked out of COVID recognizing what a value telehealth yeah. is. We're starting to see those services expand. For people that would like to come out and be a part of Art of Childhood, what what can people do to be involved? I mean, obviously, we want them to get tickets, get a table, but you're selling out quickly, which is great. Yeah, as of this morning, we are pretty much sold out. We're very excited to have at least 400 guests this year at Ranchera. But there's other ways to get involved. We're still looking for silent and live auction items, so that's a great way to donate and give back. We're also looking for volunteers to help at the event as well, so that's a great way if you're an individual, a business, a group of you want to come out and volunteer, that's a great way. And also our raffle tickets are on sale right now. Shields donated an incredible Traeger Grill package to us this year. Raffle tickets are on sale through August 12th. You don't have to be present at the event to win. So that's another way to give back as well. So this is great too, because the the raffle is live right now. So if people want to start bidding, where do they go? You can go to our website, artofchildhood.org and buy your tickets there. And what is the theme for this event? Because I think that's a big thing. Everybody looks forward to it each year. You know, what is the theme for this year? This year, our theme is pop of color. So we're encouraging our guests to wear black and white with a pop of color to accent. Kim has her hot pink shoes ready and ordered and we're excited to see what our guests incorporate into their outfits this year. I think that a lot of people may not understand the the depth of work that you do. It's not one thing. Uh, when you talk about helping out a child, you know, what does that really look like? A child's needs are very different from infant to a young adult. What are those needs? And I would say one of the things that we've really noticed is mental health. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about money that's being raised from this event, I know that the children's cabinet, you work to really provide mental health services, help get access. This is something that a lot of families are talking about right now. So can we talk a little bit about how this being a part of this event will allow you to do more with your programs? Absolutely. And so um, specifically our fund to need portion of the event, those funds go directly to support our free family counseling program. So family counseling is something that a lot of people are looking for right now. And providing that access is something that the cabinet does it's barrier-free family counseling. We, When we interview a family to find out what their needs are, if they're just talking about basic communication skills or they have some more traumatic issues that they need to delve into and want to get some help with, our therapists do all of that work. And we don't cap it at a certain number of sessions. We might have a family that's with us for a long time just until they meet their goals and their needs are, are really met. I think that's something that I find really unique about the Children's Cabinet is you're really there every step of the way, uh, whatever those needs may be. And maybe, you know, at, at this time they came in early, they needed some assistance, things were fine. And like I'm sure you saw a lot during the pandemic, all of a sudden those individuals needed assistance again. And to be able to lean on the children's cabinet and know that this is a resource in our community is so important. So by coming out and supporting the event on Friday, August 19th, not only will you get to spend a wonderful night out at Ranchera, it's beautiful location, but to know that you're continuing on with these services and you've been in this community for so long obviously you've 
seen the needs change. And that's something else I see as a value of children's cabinet. You're adjusting and moving to figuring out what the needs are. And that's a big part of really being in the community. What are the needs at this moment? It may be different than it was three years ago or even three months ago. And you're really working with your community partners to find out what those needs are. I appreciate you saying that, Connie, because that is something that we're really proud of. We're proud of our ability to make those changes swiftly and to assess gaps and then try to be part of filling those gaps. So one of the pieces of work we're doing right now is called Connect Washoe County, and the intent behind that work is to figure out what is happening in youth mental health and what is going on in that arena and who is doing what, and then connecting providers with each other, putting together a really robust resource list so that everybody has an idea of who is doing what so we can recognize the good work that is going on because there is stuff happening. And so we want to get away from there's nothing happening in our community to more of a look at all that's happening in our community. And one of the things we're really excited about that has come to light in the last several months is that there wasn't really a peer-to-peer model happening, and we're excited to have some funds to be able to do a program called Hope Squad with the school district starting when the new school year starts. So school-based and the ability to talk to kids about ways they can support each other and create a really safe and hopeful school community. I feel like as we walk out of the pandemic and we get back to life, the good of all of this is that we are having those conversations. We are talking about mental health. We are talking about what are the, the kids, what are they feeling as they return to school? We look at developmental issues that were formed because if you're going into kindergarten or first grade, that's a part of your development. And now you didn't have that. And what is that doing? And are kids behind? And how can we get them caught up? And it's like, it really is this reassessing of everything that's happening in our communities right now, because we're in a place we haven't been before. And I think it's so valuable to support agencies like the Children's Cabinet, because they are, like you said, you're pivoting, you're changing, you're finding what those needs are. And because of this pandemic, we've really seen, oh, uh, we've got a mental health crisis that we knew was there, but it kind of bubbled to the surface now. What are we going to do for our community to, to make this information available? Who are our community partners? So I'm just, I'm so grateful for the work that you do because I think it's so important right now. And these these are challenging times. We have a lot going on right now, but this is also an opportunity for you to celebrate at this event. Mm-hmm. It's also an opportunity for folks to come out and really see the work that you have done in our community. There's a reason you have been in this community for so long. It is the commitment. It is the ability to pivot and find out what those needs are. You talk about some of your community partners, and I've been able to see the work that you've done. I've sat at meetings when we've talked about suicide prevention. I've been at meetings where you're helping out foster kids. Uh, And I see a lot of these other nonprofits that team up and work with you as well. To me, it shows that this is a community that says, we've got to make sure that the children's cabinet is here. We need them as a resource. We need to value what they're bringing to the table. And I think for those of you who may not know a lot about the Children's Cabinet, this is a time to do that, to really come out and hear the stories, have a beautiful night at at Ranchera. Who doesn't love being out there? I mean, it's absolutely stunning. It's a great night. As you move forward, Kim, in the progression of 
Children's Cabinet and their needs. Where do you see yourself growing over the next five years? What are some of the things that you're looking at now that maybe you didn't have on that that plate before? As the the pandemic brought to light a lot of different things, one being our early childhood system and the fracturedness of it, mm-hmm. um, and the importance of having a really healthy early childhood system. So we're doing a lot of that high-level work with the state to create a system that supports kids and families and child care providers so that kids have a really good, healthy start um, in a high-quality child care setting, whether that is in a very small setting with a family, friend, or neighbor provider or in a large center setting. So doing a lot of work in that arena and then a focus on youth mental health Um, ways that we can start to help fill those gaps and um, really get more providers into our community for on the mental health side of things as well. I I love that you mentioned uh, the child care providers. It's something we really saw during the pandemic was they felt unvalued, uh, you know, pay was not where it needed to be. But then we also recognize the value that early childhood development has for a child as they move into their education. It can really set them up farther in in their education if they have that. So it's really important that we dive in and figure out ways to to make sure that this continues on, that we have better access. We want all kids to have an opportunity to succeed. And I think that this is a really important aspect of the work that you're doing. How can we make sure that there's like this level playing field for kids? Right. You're exactly right. We know that 90% of brain development happens in those zero to five critical years. And so we have to support families to be able to have their kids in high quality settings so that they're getting all of those skills so that they are ready to start school, ready to learn when they hit kindergarten, and that by third grade they're reading, and then they're graduating high school. So the whole trajectory can really be transformed if we provide that high-quality information and setting, and we support parents. We've got to support parents to be able to have confidence in their ability to parent their little ones um, and to really value them as their child's first and most important teacher. You know, I always think back to like when I had my daughter and I remember like leaving the hospital and just being like, oh no, like just kind of shoved out the door. Right. It's pretty terrifying. It's kind of terrifying. (laughs) And you have this like, uh, there's no manual that goes with, and I, I mean, I'm not, not to make fun, but there are those individuals that there are certain things you just feel like you don't have the answers. You don't Mm -hmm. have the, the, the ability to even, you know, where do you go with these questions? And I think that's what's very unique about the children's cabinet is you're like, we're here. What, let us help you figure this out because I can tell you right now, I would have loved to have some, oh, here you go. This is, I, I know. Here's zero to five years, this little <laughs> manual for you. Yep. What are, when, when you're first getting a, a family that contacts you, uh, can you walk us through what that process is like? Sure. So I think the one of the really critical things that the cabinet does is that we know that everybody that calls us or comes through our door has a unique set of situation or problems that brought them to us. Um, we accept referrals from anybody. So that referral might come from the school district and it might come from juvenile services, or it might be somebody that's walking by and sees the balloons out front and they think, oh, this looks like a friendly place. I should probably go in and get some help. So um, we find that a lot of folks um, come in 
not knowing exactly what it is they need, but they know that they're not successful right now or there's something that's going on. So um, we see the whole spectrum from birth to 24. So that presents a whole variety of developmental differences on where they might be in their journey. But so, for example, a family that maybe comes to us with a middle school student that is maybe not going to school and they're not sure what to do with that. We bring them in and we have them meet one-on-one with an intake specialist that goes through a whole list of questions with the family um, because we recognize that while the youth that is the person that is maybe causing the um, issue in the family, there's still a whole system that is wrapped around that family and there is... um, there are a lot of players and a lot of pieces to that puzzle. So it's our job to ask the hard questions and ask the next question to figure out what is what is a reasonable set of goals for this family and how can we help them achieve those goals. Um, and so an intake takes about an hour and we talk about where they're at with their food issues, food insecurity issues, um, the mental health of every member of their family, the um, their housing stability and where they're at if they're able to pay their bills. And then we might sit down with a family and help them create a budget. Um, we might get them signed up for our family counseling. We will assess if they have insurance and they qualify for counseling services somewhere else. So it's no one size fits all. We try to meet those unique needs of each family. Um, But they are, at that point, really kind of part of the cabinet family. They know that we have this whole array of services. And we also know that we're not the answer for everybody, but we can get them to the right answer. And so being that warm handoff that we we work with our partner agencies and literally can put somebody in the car and take them to their next appointment um, is something that I think is unique to the way we provide services and recognizing that it's hard for folks to make that first call. And to be there really 100% with them to get their get their um, questions answered and the help that they need. I think that what you're doing in the community is so valued. It's so needed. It's so important. And I think it's also allowing parents to say it's okay to not have all the answers. Oh, for sure. You know, especially we, we've heard from a lot of people uh that during the pandemic, they themselves felt anxiety or depression or uh, insecurities that mm-hmm. they never felt before. Right. So here they were, maybe they had a good job and they never really had to deal with a situation where money wasn't coming in. Right. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, their world was turned upside down. And I think that mental health component is a big part of that. So many people who'd never really thought of themselves as having a mental health crisis or having a crisis within their family mm-hmm. was experiencing that. I think you're absolutely right. And we're talking about it finally, which is really the first step. We've got to we've got to reduce the stigma and this is how we do it is by having these conversations. Absolutely. And again, if you want to find out more information, you can visit childrenscabinet.org so you can learn more about the services that are offered, you can learn more about how you can get involved, who you ne- might need to reach out to. And uh, Gilly, I'm going to come right back to you because artofchildhood.org 
www.thepeopleshow.org is the website for the event. It is. Uh, so if you are, you were mentioning the auction items. So if you have people that are interested in being part of the silent auction, they want to donate something, they can find out information at this website as well. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And there's actually a form you can fill out right on that website and it gets sent directly to us. And for those of you, you know, if you can't attend the event, I know you were saying, you know, you're getting to the point where you're almost sold out. I believe you said you got about two tables left if you wanted to jump on board for those. But keep in mind that if you go to artofchildhood.org, you can get the raffle tickets. The It's all live right now. So you can purchase your raffle tickets. You've got that great opportunity to win a barbecue package from Shields. So take a look. Get on board right now, even if you can't be a part of the actual event, which is going to happen on Friday, August 19th, gets underway at 5.30 p.m., you can still give back. And I think as we walk away from the pandemic, this is what I love. I'm saying this to all the nonprofits. It's so great now. We're like, we don't just have to bid the night of. You can get online if you can't make it to the event. This is an opportunity for you to really give back and support the Children's Cabinet. You have been in this community for so long. I just am so, so thrilled to have you back doing this amazing event. We're getting back to experiencing people and a great opportunity to spread the awareness of what you're doing in the community. It is imperative that we, going back to something you said, Kim, we always hear the negative, right? We hear that we don't have resources or we don't have people that are out there helping. And that is really not the case. Right. I see it with you. I've been in meetings where so many community partners sit at that table and throw out ideas on how they can make this community a better place. And I think that the behind the scenes work, the more that we can expose that so people understand that you're you're working with, you know, suicide prevention or crisis support services or you're working with the Reno Rodeo Foundation, you're reaching out to so many other agencies in the community so that you can answer those needs. Right. Uh, I want to get rid of that that idea that we just don't have services because I, I just don't believe that. I don't either. I don't either. And, you know, it does take all of us. It's um, when, as we work together and we engage our community at higher levels and I mean, I really love this community because people want to engage and they want to help, and we're still able to do that. So um, as we talk about uh, other roles that Jilly has with us, she's our volunteer coordinator. And so we all of these programs that we've talked about, we can use some extra hands in and would love to have some more help. What are you experiencing, Jilly, from those volunteers once they get in and get their hands you know, into what they're doing at the Children's Cabinet? How are they seeing what's happening? Well, they're loving to give back. As the pandemic, a lot of nonprofits volunteering had to stop. A lot of things went virtual. So people are excited to get back in and actually see for themselves the work that is being done throughout the community. So we have volunteers. They're packing food bags, and they're actually getting to deliver them to families. Um, so that is one of our great options that we have in our even our um, adopt-a-family programs in the winter getting to help support the families and getting involved and seeing the impact you're making as a volunteer just changes the whole entire volunteer experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, just being a volunteer is there's just, there's, there's nothing better. I mean, I can't, I've done events where you deliver food at Thanksgiving to families in need. I've, I've, I've delivered gifts to kids uh, on the four street corridor. Yeah. And I 
truly believe that when you volunteer or you're the one that's out there doing the work, you're the one getting the gift back. I've yeah. always believed that. I always felt 110% better about what I was doing when I was in that actual process, getting my hands dirty and being a part of making the difference in our community. Uh, I just want to say again, thank you to to both of you for everything that you've done in the community and for for continuing to grow, Kim. I think during a time when a lot of nonprofits were really wondering what to do, you were able to continue to provide for this community. You and the Children's Cabinet, the staff, the volunteers, it was a tough time, but here you are ready to celebrate artofchildhood.org is the website. If you want to find out about ticket information, check out the raffle prizes, be a part of this incredible event. It really is about supporting the need in our community. So thank you both for everything that you've done in this, in making this an event that will be forever remembered and uh, nothing better. I tell you again, Ranchera, come on. We all <laughs> love being out there. It's so We're beautiful. Uh, and then lastly, before we wrap, what do you hope people walk away from at Art of Childhood? I'll start with you, Gilly. What are you hoping that they take away from this experience? Definitely an understanding of who we are and what we do. Um, events are fun. There's drinks. There's great food. There's great prizes you can win. But at the end of the day, it's really seen what the cabinet does for the community. And whether it's you who can benefit from that resource or it's someone you know or a coworker. It's word of mouth in our community and helping as many families as we can. And so if someone can leave that day with maybe a great silent auction prize, but just an understanding of who we are and what that next step is, how can you help get involved or how can you help share the word? I think that's a successful event. Absolutely. And if you're thinking about volunteering, this would be a great time, you know, maybe talk to some of the volunteers that are out at the event, see what their experience is and what they're gaining from this. Because again, I just go back to that feeling that you get as a volunteer Kim, for you, what are you hoping that they walk away from this event with? Chili did a wonderful job <laughs> describing it because that's it. You know, I think a lot of people know the Children's Cabinet name, but we really want to go to that next level with our community so that they have an understanding of what it is that we do. And so that's our goal from the, the end of our takeaway from the event. Well, and again, thank you for all of the pivots that you made and for really tackling some tough issues in our community. Mental health is big, and I'm yeah. very happy to see that the Children's Cabinet is a part of that conversation. Uh, we have a lot of people in this community that care so much, including the Children's Cabinet. You connect with so many of those agencies. And to anyone that's listening, if you are in, in need, there is a resource. The Children's Cabinet is yours to utilize. That's right. So again, we just encourage you, you can visit their website, childrenscabinet.org is the website. And then again, if you want to be a part of continuing their efforts, the best way to do that is to be a part of Art of Childhood and visit that website, artofchildhood.org and then we'll see you on Friday August 19th 5.30pm at Ranchera. Hurry to get those tickets. I cannot stress this enough. It's going to be a sold out event. I'm going to say that after this, as soon as the show is over, it's going to be sold out. So hurry up, get your tickets and again, we've been talking with Kim Young the CEO for the Children's Cabinet Gilly Quinn is the event coordinator for Art of Childhood Thank you both uh, for everything that you do in the community for letting us know about the incredible work that you've done and just continuing to do what you do for this great place that we call home. In the end, this is our home 
and we're a family and we want to make sure that every family understands that there's someone that's there for them. So I appreciate you both doing what you do today. Oh, thank, thank you, you so, much so much for having us. We appreciate it. And we'll see you. It's going to be a great day. Ranchera, Friday, August 19th, 5.30 p.m. Artofchildhood.org is the website. You've been listening to In Depth. I'm Connie Ray and have a wonderful rest of your Sunday. Thank you for listening to In Depth. To have your nonprofit organization featured, please email PSA at lotusradio.com.